The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. Hello, thank you for tuning in. This is Joshua Sasso with Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God Ministries International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. I want to welcome you all to the show today. I am so excited to have you on because we are learning more and more how to live our lives according to God's ways of doing things. You see, as Christians, we need to ensure that everything that we do is done according to God's ways of doing things. See, one of the hardest things for us to do as Christians is laying aside our own ways of thinking, our own assumptions, our own knowledge. Because what happens is that when we rely on those things, they get in the way of God's ability to use us. We have to rely on God for everything. Which means that in many cases, we have to unlearn that which we knew before. Because a lot of the times when we are familiar with a subject, because we are so familiar, right, and we're so knowledgeable on these subjects, we don't rely on God. We rely on our own understanding, and that's a problem. God has to be the Lord of all of our life. We have to be completely submitted to God. So even in those things we're knowledgeable in, we have to surrender them to God and not rely on our own understanding. In Ephesians chapter 2, verses 19 through 22, it says, Consequently, you are no longer foreigners and strangers, but fellow citizens with God's people and also members of his household built on the foundation of the apostles and prophets with Christ Jesus himself as the chief cornerstone. Okay, this is very important. Christ Jesus is at the foundation of everything that we build up. Everything that we build, everything that we do, Christ Jesus has to be the chief cornerstone. Because listen to this, verse 21. In him... The whole building is joined together and rises to become a holy temple in the Lord. You see, every single part of the building has to be joined together in Christ. Okay? So in every way that we run our ministry, in every way that we run our businesses, it has to be joined together on the foundation of Jesus Christ. And in him... You too are being built together to become a dwelling in which God lives by his spirit. So not only everything that we do is being joined together and built upon Jesus Christ, but ourselves as individuals, everything about us has to be built and joined together upon the foundation of Jesus Christ. What that means is that it's a rewriting of our personality. It's a rewriting of our ways of thinking of our habits, of the way that we entertain ourselves, everything has to be joined together upon the foundation of Christ Jesus. And this is something that happens, is that as we're Christians, we know the scripture tells us that when we are born again, we are a new creation. The old has passed away, right? So it's an entirely new structure that now has to be completely joined together 
upon Christ Jesus as the cornerstone. And this is something, as Pastor Chris has talked about in recent weeks, we are in a period of 40 days where God is calling all of us to bring everything before him. Bring it to him and submit it to him and say, God, show me if I am doing these things according to your will. Show me in every area of my life anything that does not belong. We have to bring every area of our life, our finances, our relationships, the way we deal with our family, our loved ones, our entertainment, everything we have to bring before Christ. And we have to ask God to reveal to us anything that does not belong. And in these 40 days, it really is a period where he has asked us to come to him and allow him to prepare us because there is such a mighty move that is coming to this body. Here in the United States of America, God is going to bring a mighty move of God that's going to transform the nations. And these 40 days is a period of time to prepare for it. Because in the scriptures, it says that the Holy Spirit led Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted for 40 days and nights. And after those 40 days, Jesus started his three-year ministry. And in those three years, he saved the entire world. Isn't that amazing? And now God is calling us to go and enter into this period of sanctification and preparation because he intends to prepare us to transform the nations. Are you getting this? It's a big deal, guys. So we have to bring everything before God. And anything that's not on the foundation of Christ Jesus, we've got to get rid of it. You know, when you're building a house, if the house is not built on a proper foundation, you have now undermined the entire structure. It doesn't matter, right, the quality of the materials that you use. It doesn't matter how much money you've poured into it. It doesn't matter even if you hire the best builders. If the foundation is bad, the whole structure is now at risk because at the very beginning, it started being built wrong. And this is something that the body of Christ needs to understand. Anything that we do that is not in God's ways of doing things, that is like building something where the foundation is wrong. You are undermining the entire project in doing that. So we have to submit everything to God. You know, one time when I was in New York City, I was walking the town with one of my friends who's very familiar with the commercial developments in the Manhattan area. You know, all these skyscrapers that are going up, that people spend millions and millions of dollars building these skyscrapers. And we were walking through town and she pointed out this building that was unfinished. It was something like 80 to 100 stories. It was a huge building, okay? And she said to me, this building is probably never, ever going to be finished. And I was like, okay, well, why isn't it going to be finished? And she said, the reason why it's never going to be finished is because after they built up this huge structure and they went to begin putting the windows on, they discovered that this skyscraper is not standing straight up, but it's actually standing at a slight angle. Because at the very beginning, when they were laying the foundation down, it was not done properly. And now this entire building, the entire structure has been undermined because something went wrong at the beginning. They were building completely wrong. 
I want you to imagine all the millions of dollars that went into building a building like this. All the millions of dollars. And then once it's up, you realize, oh my gosh, it's crooked. We can't put somebody in this because it might collapse eventually. So all of that money completely wasted, right? They built all of it up. I'm sure that they hired tons of people, bought tons of materials, engineers and architects. And when they got up there, because something went wrong at the foundation, they will never finish the project. And this is what we have to understand. It doesn't matter how long you've been working on something. It doesn't matter how much money you've put into something. If you are doing things not on the foundation of Jesus Christ, you have now undermined the entire structure. This is why now we have to ask God, show me, Lord, anything that I'm building up that is not according to your ways of doing things. We have to ask God that now. And it's better for God to show it to us now while we don't really have much than for these things to happen after the transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence, where you're talking millions of lives are at stake and the fate of nations are at stake, okay? God will not risk those lives unless we can prove ourselves faithful with what we have now. And the amazing thing is that Christ Jesus, he talks about this. In Matthew chapter 7, verses 24 through 29, it says, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, yet it did not fall, because it had its foundation on the rock. And again, who is the rock that we're building on? It's upon Christ Jesus, who is the cornerstone. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on sand. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. You see, those things that are not built on the foundation of the rock, they may stand for a period of time. You may not notice it, but eventually those structures are going to crumble. You see, in the book of Daniel, Daniel saw this vision. There's this statue. There was a kingdom made of bronze and one of gold and of silver and iron. There was all these kingdoms with these strong materials, some of them more elegant materials. But at the end of the vision, every single one of those kingdoms fell and was crushed by the rock. In the end, God's ways of doing things is the only thing that is going to be left standing. And those things that are built on the foundation of Jesus Christ, built upon God's ways of doing things, those are the things that are going to be standing in the end. So you may be building up something with your own knowledge and understanding, and it may stand for a time, but a time will come when the wind's going to howl, the water's going to rise, and that structure is going to come tumbling down. So we have to understand any effort, any time, any resources that we spend pouring into these things that are not built upon the foundation of Jesus Christ, those are efforts that are being wasted because eventually those things are going to crumble. And many Christians, they get caught in what's called a sunk cost fallacy. And for those of you that don't know, the sunk cost fallacy is as follows. It's a phenomenon 
where when a person is reluctant to abandon a strategy or a course of action, and the reason why they're reluctant is because they've already invested a lot of things into it, whether it be time or money or resources. And they're reluctant to abandon it, even when it's clear that abandonment would be more beneficial than continuing to invest in this. And you'll see a lot of companies, sometimes they'll have these huge systems that they invest a ton of money into that don't even work, but they're too afraid to let go of it because they've already put a lot of money into it. Or somebody might invest a lot of money into something else, and because they've already invested a lot into it, they're too afraid to let go of it because, oh man, I've already put years of my life and all this money into it. People even do this with relationships, even a horrible relationship that they're in, and they're spending years and years of their lives and they're too afraid to leave it, right? Because they've invested so much time into it, right? You see this so many people. Will they be dating this person when they know it is not the person that God intended for them? When they know that it's not according to God's ways of doing things, but because they've already invested years of their life into it, they don't want to abandon it. And what you're doing when you do this, guys, is you're building upon the sand. And so a lot of Christians, because they're afraid to let go of these things, and they get caught in this sunk cost fallacy, I've already invested so much into this, what they'll do is so they've started a house on the sand and they'll start putting a lot of effort into making it work. Okay, oh, I'm going to, you know, patch up this section here. I'm going to pour some concrete here. I'm going to build a support here, right? And they start trying to patch it up, right? And, you know, it's so spiritual, right? Oh, God, God, show me how to do this. Show me how to fix this. Well, you know, why am I having this problem here? The problem, the whole structure wasn't built upon the foundation of Christ Jesus. No amount of patchwork, no amount of renovations is going to fix it. Because what you're doing when you do that, you're mixing the world's ways of doing things with God's ways of doing things. You're telling God, God, I'm going to do my own thing and I want you to bless it. And a lot of Christians are stuck in that cycle. And then what happens is many Christians get angry, okay? Because they invest a lot of time and money and resources into something that God never intended them to do. And they'll spend years praying and fasting. God, how do I build this up? God, how do I fix this, right? And then when it crumbles, they get mad at God. God, you said that these things were going to manifest. God, you said that this was going to happen. God, you said this. How could you let these things that I've been working for all this time, how could you let them fall apart and get destroyed? They're blaming God when they're the ones who built the house on the sand. In Psalms chapter 127, starting with verses 1 and 2, Unless the Lord builds the house, the builders labor in vain. I'm going to read that again. Unless the Lord builds the house, the builders labor in vain. Unless the Lord watches over the city, the guards stand watch in vain. In vain you rise early and stay up late, toiling for food to eat. It doesn't matter how hard you're working. It doesn't matter if you've put a lot of money into something. It doesn't matter if you spent years of your life in doing something. If it has a bad foundation, it's going to fall apart. So the best thing that you can do is surrender it to God. And God's told so many of us, concerning these areas of your life, start over, right? 
concerning this other area of your life. Just start over. Forget everything that you know. That's what he's been telling us. Forget everything that you know concerning business, concerning finances, concerning everything that you've been doing. We've been trying to do things on our own, and let's face it, we haven't been very successful, right? He's been telling us, forget the former things. Forget everything that you know, okay? So what I want you to do today is I want you to go before God. I want you to ask God, go through every area of your life, those things that you're believing him for, those things that you've been fasting and praying for, concerning your finances, concerning your relationships, concerning your family and your business. Bring it before God, every area, and ask God, God, am I doing things your way? Ask him, God, are there any areas in my life where I've been insisting on my own way? And when he reveals those things to you, those are the areas where you've been building on the sand. Now, when you've realized which of these areas that you now need to knock down and replace, now that you know that these are areas where you've been insisting on your own ways, you have to understand that if you keep building those things up according to your ways of doing things, that is like building an idol unto yourself. Because you've shown God that this area of my life, Lord, is more important than you. This area of my life, I know better than you. That's what you're telling God. That's an idol, guys. So when that happens, you have to tear him down, right? And you have to build a completely new structure, starting on the foundation of Christ Jesus as the cornerstone. And you have to remind yourself this. Any work that you put into those areas not according to God's ways of doing things. Those are wasted efforts. You're going to work a lot. You're going to work really hard and it's going to collapse. And we have to understand, guys, that in the last days, the scripture tells us that we are going to take an account for every idle word and every idle deed. In those places where we insisted on our own ways of doing things, we're going to have to answer to God where God said, look, I laid out all these enormous opportunities for you. I gave you this great destiny to step into. Why did you spend years of your life insisting on doing your own thing? Why did you go chasing after these things that you wanted to do instead of obeying me? And in those last days, you're not going to have a good answer. So I don't know about you, but I would just rather completely ignore that situation entirely. I would rather obey God today. You're going to save yourself a lot of time, a lot of money, and a lot of heartache. Because we have to understand every time, guys, that it's hard to let go of something, you have to remind yourself that you serve a loving God. And God loves you so much that he always has your best interest at heart. You see, God is not going to tell you to let go of something that's hard to let go of. He's not going to tell you to do something that might hurt or might be hard just because he wants to make you suffer. That is not our God, guys. God loves you so much that he wants the best for you in everything. So if God is telling you to do something that is hard, it's because he knows that when you do those things, you will come out the other side and you will be way, way more fulfilled. 
you'll be way better off and you'll really truly be able to experience joy and fulfillment in a way you never have before. So you have to remind yourself of these things. Anytime it's hard to let go, remember, you can trust God because he loves you so much. He loves you so much that he was even willing to send his only son here on earth to live as a man and die on the cross for you. That is a God you can trust with even those things that are closest to your heart because he always has your best interests at heart. So I encourage you, especially in these 40 days, you have to bring everything before God. If something is not from him, get rid of it. Any time you put into it, it is wasted effort and it's only going to cause trouble and heartache in the long run. And not only that, if you insist on your own ways, you are also disqualifying yourself from the transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence and this mighty move of God that he intends to bring very soon to this nation. I don't know about you, but I do not want to be a spectator. I want God to use me mightily. So if something's not from God, get rid of it. Because if you insist on continuing to do your own ways of things, on continuing to build things up your way, you are building in vain. You will continue to suffer setbacks, you will continue to suffer delays, and you will continue to be frustrated because you have proven to God he can't trust you. If we can be trusted with the little things that we have now, then God will be able to trust us with much, much more. So remember, in everything that we do, we are being built up upon the foundation of Christ Jesus. And this is going to change the way that we operate our ministries, the way we deal in our relationships, and it's going to change the way that we do in business. And this is something that is very much needed in the world. We need influential Christians that hear from the Holy Spirit and obey God. We need those people to be the ones that are leading industries, that are creating inventions, that are dictating the public discourse. Okay, imagine even if just a few Holy Spirit-empowered Christians are the ones who are the millionaires and the billionaires that are transforming the business sector, the financial sector, the political sector. You're talking about a world that would never, ever be the same again. And let me tell you guys, when that happens, we are going to see the glory of God manifest here in America, and it's going to transform the world. And I'm really excited to see that day. And trust me, God is really, really wanting to see this happen. So are you guys getting this? I really hope you guys take this seriously and spend these 40 days submitting yourselves to God. I'm running out of time for this week, but before we go, let me pray for all of you. Dear Heavenly Father God, I pray for every single person that is hearing the sound of my voice, open their eyes to the spiritual realm, God, that they would see themselves as you see them, that they would truly be able to step out in faith and obedience. I thank you, God, that those that are listening to this radio broadcast right now, that among them are mighty, powerful people that are going to transform the nations, God. So we ask you, God, to continue to purify our hearts, Lord. Show us any area 
where we have not been building on the foundation of Christ Jesus, but where we have been building according to our own ways of doing things, God. We know, God, that those are idols and those are things that are detestable to you, God. So if you reveal them to us now, Lord, I pray, God, give us also the courage and the faith to destroy them so that we would trust you, God. And I pray, Lord, that these people would truly experience your love and your goodness in a way that they never have before. Because I know, Lord, if they experience your love and your presence, they will never, ever be the same again. And I thank you, God, that they are going to step into, Lord. I thank you, God, I call for the manifestations of financial breakthrough in the name of Jesus, of healings and signs and wonders in the name of Jesus. I thank you, God, that you're bringing healing to their physical body and a healing to their families in Jesus' name. I call it in, in the name of Jesus, Lord, and I thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, if you enjoy the prophetic voice of our time, I encourage you to check us out on our website, SOGMI.org, or listen to us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, all the major podcast platforms. You can find it by Googling the prophetic voice of our time. My name is Joshua Sasso, and you've been listening to the prophetic voice of our time. Until next time. Thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to the prophetic voice of our time. We really hope you were blessed by today's episode. And if you were, we want to hear from you. You can call us at 210-695-1630. Or you can email us at sogmi at outlook.com. That's S-O-G-M-I at outlook.com. And we really encourage you to visit our website, sogmi.org. That is S-O-G-M-I.org. That's where you can listen to previous episodes of this podcast and even support this podcast. We're supported by listeners just like you. So if you want to support this ministry, you can go to SOGMI.org and hit the donate button. You can also send a check to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. Again, that is P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023.